The following podcast discusses alternative sexual practices in loving and detailed terms, and as such may not be appropriate for young children, anyone who has recently voted present, or my mother. Mom, I know you want to be supportive in all my endeavors, but seriously, stop the podcast and walk away. Listener discretion is advised. Companion, a podcast of wholesome kink and perverted crafting. I'm Sarah Kane. I'm Lansing Mike. Boy Fargo cannot be with us today, unfortunately. Well, it's awfully close. To, it's Christmas Eve, Eve, Eve. So yeah, it's, it's awfully close. And in fact, yeah, today's a very busy day for me. But it's like finding an hour and a half in the middle of it all. It's like okay, I can at least do that. Yeah, we we can at least provide some content to our listeners uh, for the month of December. Uh, because hey, I guess this, you said this. One drops on Christmas, download it, and put it on speakerphone during that family gathering, just to like, hey. Hey, yeah. It, it'll be more fun than, you know, coming out while asking somebody to pass you the cheese. Or it's like, hey, I'm, I'm gay. It's like, cool. And then this playing in the background, it's like, hey, kids, there's no Santa. Hey, adult, there's no God. What? Jesus was not a historical figure. He's a fable. Wait, no, what? And Reagan was the Antichrist. Are, are you telling white people the truth again? <laughs> so, yeah. So, yeah. It's like, well, no. It's, yeah, that came up. There was something about, um, oh, someone, like, someone was talking about how there's some kid who, like, spoiled Harry Potter for, like, you know, some kid was reading it, and someone saw the kid was reading it, another kid at school, and said, oh, you know, you know, and just blabbed a whole bunch of like endings to that book and it's like well that was shitty and i thought well and the mom was like that was really shitty of that kid i was like yes what you should do is go over to that kid's house and tell him some harsh truths like you know your parents are lying about santa and, oh i mean actually you talk to the parents of that kid and say hey and if the parents were like i'm picturing the parents would either be like that was rude okay hey timmy get over here this is why you don't be shitty to other people or some parents would be like oh you know wh- whatever it's like this isn't a real thing and you know, and then that's when you blab those that, that, real that, truths. That, that's when you... <laughs> hey, okay, oh, so you don't mind spoilers? Okay, here's some spoilers for your little piece of crotch spawn. Uh, but no, I mean, so yeah, yeah. There's, there's there's just, yeah, jerkity stuff out there. It's like, spoilers. Yeah. Well, it has been ages since we recorded it. Oh? Because just last week I did the extras and posted oh. those to... Oh, for the extra. like uh, Yeah, the, the extras for the last episode and posted that to That's our Patreon, Patreon page cool. for, for those who are paying that. And we were talking about how nervous we were for the upcoming concert. Oh, that was a bit ago. That was a bit ago. So yeah, oh. it's been a while since we were... Our concert went well. Yeah. We had a very good concert of uh, Full Houses. Um, it's always gratifying to sing to full houses. It's like, wow. Yeah. It, and that's a new thing. It's like, it's been the last couple, the Disney show and then this show were like that. Um, so they're doing something right. I think it's because I'm no longer on the board. <laughs> what's what's the common thing here? Mike's no longer on the board. Oh, okay. Now it's popular. No. Um, yeah, we're doing something and it's going, so I'm, I'm happy. Yeah. I, very, very pleased with the turnout. Um, I was concerned about some of the solos during dress rehearsals mm-hmm. um i will not name names uh, because i'm being polite but i'm never because the, it's like 
we're not professionals. Mm. It's like, we're not being paid for this. So it's like, if some things aren't perfect, then that's the charm of public, you know, that's that, the charm that, of community, community theater. theater. Yeah. yeah. It's like, okay. I mean, if we, yeah. So, I mean, I'm always like, okay. My, my only concern is if, if there are sour notes, it's like, okay, don't make a reaction. When, right. And honestly, even rehearsal, I maybe, you know, I, I was hearing some people saying, oh, it's like, you know, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, I didn't hear anything horrible. So some people just are bitchy, bitchy yeah. judgmental queens. Could we have done better with another oh, couple God. of weeks? Oh, yes, we could have done well, better. Well, I don't know. Um, our, like, our dress rehearsal is really solid. I mean, we just went through the songs. It wasn't even a lot of stop and start. Oh, God, we got to work better. So that was a, I mean, it was smooth. Um, I, I don't know if there's much polishing that could have happened that would have made it that much better. So, I mean, other than just a whole revamps and adding in more skits or stuff or things like that, mm. the skits went over well. Uh, someone did take a inflatable boombox to the face in the audience. <laughs> The first night, because there's a scene where they're doing a scene for Mean Girls, yeah, and then like their fake boombox like starts skipping. So one of them kicks the boombox like into the audience or kicks it down the aisle, and I saw it hit an empty chair when we were off to the side. Didn't realize it hit that empty chair after it careened off of someone's head. Oh. <laughs> oh. I, I'm watching it the second night, and I'm realizing that the person kicking it was much gentler, just knocking it off the stage and not into the crowd. <laughs> I mean, it's a big, giant, inflatable, you know. Right, yeah, no, it, yeah. It's, it's not going to do any damage to anybody. <laughs> but still, I don't think that person was expecting to have nope. something flying at their head. But I, I heard about that, and it's like, oh, okay, that was amusing. Cool. And, uh, you know, and, and, you know, my fun is like always, you know, I, all the people I wanted to see in their underwear, I caught in their underwear. So I was like, oh, who's wearing what underwears? Oh, nice. Because I'm a perv and we're all changing in the same room. So, of course, I'm going to be checking. And there, there was a lot of groovy underwear in that room that night. And the first, night, nights, first yeah. night I wore a jock because, um, oh, yeah, because we have First Friday to talk about. Because yeah. First Friday was right after our first concert. And I'm like, well, I'm not going to. I'm just going to wear my jock strap I'm wearing to First Friday. Yeah, might as well. I didn't really wear any kink stuff to First Friday. I mean, I had a cock ring on my wrist and a nasty big jock strap, and that was about it. Yeah, I mean, I wasn't going to wear my boots because I knew that my feet were going to be aching mm -hmm. and just miserable. Oh, yeah, from, that much time. Yeah. Actually, no, I wore my crochet empire jock strap. Oh, yes. 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 And you got compliments on it. I was like, hey, what's that? It's like, thank you. Um, yeah, too bad you can't get those anymore. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, maybe he yeah. still has a handful left. I don't know. They don't were, know. It was dwindling, but... But, yeah, and um, Michigan Rubber people yes. were there uh, as well. It was a Michigan Rubber night. Unfortunately, the plan was put in motion. It was announced before it was, like, Men Joe's 12 Kinks of Christmas. Really yeah, and, and so, yeah, which pulled away half yeah. of the, the rubber people. Half, so. I think we only had the... the I, I thought we only really had the two. Two, like um, I said, two half, half the rubber people. Oh, I think there's more than that. Well, I mean, there, there's the core of four. There, okay. There's... Got it. Uh, yeah, Rigger and Jesser, mm -hmm. who were there. Then there's uh, Trooper and Squeak Toy. Okay. Um, who are basically the, the other half of the core. Oh, okay. so Because um, I'm just thinking of how many I've seen at... Latex events at you know when we've gone to Detroit and that yeah and that cool. yeah that's a good sized crowd and, uh, and but no we still had a good outturn um, a lot of people showed up that uh, you know we had some pups we had some leather we had some latex uh, I thought we had a pretty good sized crowd yeah um, it was 
kind of broke up into smaller groups. Mm-hmm. There, there was a definite rubber group. There was um, the late. There was a le- yeah latex group, leather groups, um, duro and and doctoria and everyone mm-hmm. connected there. All, all kind of congregated. And I just well, I mean, some people were at our tables, some were at the bar. So I was kind of bouncing between them all. So yeah, yeah. they're all. It, forming their own little circles. It's like, come on, just, there's not that many of us. Just stay in this corner, people. <laughs> um, but no, it was it, good. It, it was, it was pleasant. Um, got, uh, yeah, saw, saw the vet mm-hmm. there. Um, and I heard a rumor. Well, not, it, it's not rumor. It is confirmed. Mm-hmm. The vet has signed a new contract mm-hmm. and will be practicing locally again. Like, like, like how it was before, just check, people can go in and like, okay. Yeah. It's not like focused on one thing. He's dealing with patients and all that. Cool. Yes, yes. Um, I don't have a start date yet. Um, I don't know if he even has a start date yet, but contracts have been signed. It cool. is happening sometime in early 2020. And I'm like, let me know when and mm-hmm. who to call. And I, I'll set up an appointment for my 2020 physical. Mm-hmm. And all that good stuff, and, and all I, that. Jazz. And I will probably, like I said, I'm the only. You know, mine's been laziness. It's like I don't want to have to deal with a new person who, because I've been here. Not horror stories, but um, I know someone who tried to get on prep with their family doctor, and the doctor kink shamed them. Yeah, and um, I've known other people who, um, even in that whole, like you know, people who, like, went to other people in that same practice. It wasn't you know any kink shaming, but I know there's some. Yeah, you know, well. Um, uh, Fargo talked about, you know, mm-hmm. some things he went through. And it's like, I just don't want to deal with that. It's like, I'd, I'd much rather have someone who I'm familiar with who knows Yeah, it, and, it's... it's and a, I don't have to explain. And it's like, you know, well, why would you want to have sex with strangers? And it's like, well, why wouldn't you? Yeah, it's fun. <laughs> well, uh, it's fun, yeah. but it's like, you know, once you get to know somebody, it's like, who really wants to have sex with people they know? <laughs> I mean, it's so fallible. It's like, okay, you know, you can only... Perfection only exists in strangers. <laughs> And once you get to know someone, it's like, oh, I know too oh, much. Oh, it's not sexy anymore. I, I see all the flaws. Now. Yeah. It's like, oh. oh. No, um, I know all the people they voted for. No. Oh. Um, no, I mean, that's actually just hyperbole and irony. Yeah. But, yeah. But, yeah, no, it. I, I'm very glad he has been able to come to terms and we'll be looking we'll forward to, be, yeah. to seeing again him again and not having to, yeah, go through the, the pain and the stress and the anguish of finding I like, of trying to find a new doctor and I like a doctor who's they focused yeah. on you know yeah kinky people who are not afraid of sex so yeah like, okay it, yeah, yeah yeah that you know we all you know i always say you need to be honest with your medical professionals it's so much easier when you've got somebody like the vet who you know he he advertised himself as a kink aware professional i have a friend who doesn't go to doctors cuz she has the, she has a similar problem because she's a sizable woman and basically there's this thing that hey if you have any extra fat there's a lot of doctors out there who are like oh lose weight it's it's always lose weight you got to lose weight it's like you have problems with lose weight i got oh lose weight and I, I mean, yeah, there's that I've cartoon seen, of the... Yeah, yeah. yeah I, my arm's falling off. Let's talk about your weight. Yeah. <laughs> and she's gotten fat shamed all the time. And she's like, trouble is, though, um, she likes the size she is. Her husband likes the size she is. That's the size she wants to be. It's not like, oh, you know, I've tried to lose weight. No, she has no intentions of... And she's not... She's she's solid, but she's, you know, I don't think how... I don't know how much... She doesn't know how much it affects her because she's never goes to the doctor. And unfortunately, she never will because she distrusts 
And and her husband's really upset about that. He's like, there's going to come a time when you know, your natural health, you know, something will go wrong. Right. But she's you know, like, we're, we're all getting older. We're all slowly falling apart. And, and someday there might be something. And she's like, eh. And it's like, but it's, you know, is it her fault or is it the medical cool? Because I've known people who've gotten such shaming from doctors about stuff. God forbid you should also be a smoker. They love to be on that. No, like, yeah. It's like, I know, understand. You're, but like I said, I always see it as low-hanging fruit. It's like, hey, there's something wrong with me. Well, do you smoke? Well, then it's smoking or hydration or lose weight. It's like, how about you do your job? Yeah. But listeners, do you, do you happen to know any doctors in Michigan who, who don't fat shame? Send us a direct message. Oh, she won't go to one. I, 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 I feel bad for her and her husband because, yes, I'm sure bad things will happen. But, you know, hey. Um, but, yeah, first Friday was pleasant. Did not get a chance to go to uh, DBC. Because oh, yeah, that, that, that was the second there. Yeah. That, that was right after our second concert. Um, Sling Bear did go. Uh-huh. Um, few new people there. Cool. Um, and, yeah, it was... General Detroit Bondage Club shenanigans cool. there. I actually had a chance to spend some quality time with Sling Bear um, yesterday. Actually, I did that. I was told him, "I'm like, hey, by my doing this, I'll actually have something to talk about on the." Pod. Uh, he he's so wonderful, so sweet. Mm-hmm. And, also, know, it's kind of like oh, it almost has that feeling of like, well, like yeah, playing with you will be fine, but I need more materials. <laughs> I mean, honestly, there's there's some places I want to try out and things I want to do specifically for kind of you know to, to talk about yeah, yeah like taboo like locally there's the you know the bathhouse you know sex club taboo that's yeah out. whatever it is yeah, yeah and I'm curious about it because and I have friends who go semi regularly but every night they're like hey we're thinking of doing this tonight and I'm like I'm busy I need more warning so eventually I'll hit taboo and then I can report on that and you know. And inform people of, you know, options. <laughs> yeah, I I would also like to get there sometime, but, you know, I'm also thinking that, thinking back to when I was a little galing mm-hmm. 20 <clears throat> years ago and was taken to my first bathhouses. Mm-hmm. You know, I I did not walk into a bathhouse cold. I, I had a, a lovely oh, yeah. guide to show me, you know, what is expected at a bathhouse and, you know, how how it's done um didn't have that for steamworks but mm-hmm. yeah the first couple times so yeah i i kind of like to go with somebody that i sort of know but but yeah i'd rather go with wouldn't the, be focused on hooking up with just I'd them rather, yeah. i see that i want to go with a crowd of people it's like it'd be kind of fun to like hey there's about five of us let's go because then you know you have a crowd of people that you can do stuff with and you know even if you do stuff you know, that voyeurism is a kink. Exhibitionism is a kink. Uh, yeah. That's it. They're both kinks. But, uh, you know, uh, putting, uh, putting on a show for the locals is like, that'd be fun. And even if you don't interact with any <laughs> randos who are there, it's like, hey, we did this. Yay. Mm. Might might be able... I, I can think of about five to mm. seven people off the top of my head who might be willing to that do might that. might be an outing. It's like, hey, let's do this. Okay. Yeah, and, and hopefully one of those has been there before and can give us... Mm. A, you know, at least the the nickel tour of the place. Cool. So yeah. it sounds like DBC was good. Uh, and then oh, and then so you had a good time with Sling Bear. I had, had a good time Yay. with Sling Bear. Um, yeah, it it was fun. Um, showed up, uh, let myself in, stripped down, saw him 
patiently waiting and listening for oh, me. Oh, okay. So, um, got him off uh, relatively quickly, because um, I know he's good for multiple times. Mm-hmm. Uh, had my tight cock ring on and mm-hmm. got in just a little bit. Uh, I wasn't able to come that way, but he, he seemed to enjoy having some stimulation mm-hmm. uh, of that. And uh, then for the second round, uh, I was under his rim seat, and he was on top, and he was working my nipples really nicely. And I I might get a correction on this, but I think that is the first time I've rimmed him in his rim seat. Okay. I think all the other times I've been under his rim seat, it's been somebody else on top. Well, not a bad thing to forget. It's not, it's not like, you know, yeah. <laughs> you're seeing someone at the pool and they're like, I've never seen you naked before. And it's like, I've done a foursome with you. Ew. <laughs> Damn it. Yeah. That's okay. I know that they don't listen. Yeah. Um, yeah they, there was someone who was like, oh, your podcast, like, we all know who you're talking about. It's like, it's not that secret. And it's like, really? Okay, so who's couple A and who's couple B? And it's like, huh? What's that? And someone else was like, you don't listen to their podcast anymore. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like, yes, you can figure out the people that you're involved. Like, if you're, we we're talking about you and you're in that part of that scene, you can figure out all those people. But yeah, I think we're moderately good about not using names yeah. of people who have asked not to, you know, be... Well, we're moderately. Mo- um, we're, we're, there's, some, there's some people that have been kind of outed on this one. And I'm like, ooh. And it's like, but we found out after the fact they're fine. But I'm like, yeah, just yeah. because that's their screen name. And they're, you know, it's like maybe maybe we shouldn't say where they've been or who they were doing. <laughs> uh, but we're learning. Uh, uh, we, we, at least, we are at least able to give the veneer of plausible deniability. Uh, kind of. Um, kind of, sort of. The, um, but the, uh, what was it? uh Oh, sorry. You're, yeah. yeah. So, yeah, I, I was under him and jacked myself off to a nice big load that s- spurred a good distance and then threw him back in the sling and we worked him slower this time to, to build things up. And and I, I left him with a, a gift of Chicago quality poppers. Oh, cool. So, but, yeah. Um, Is that like a brand name? Well, I picked them up with, last time I was in Chicago. Oh, okay, so, got it. Uh, like it so. Yeah, so they're they're higher quality than than what one would get at say a Deja Vu okay. or or a. They came from a big city. Yeah, um, I also got a message from one of the guys I had met at a previous Naked Potluck, mm-hmm. asking me, "Hey, kind of odd question, but do you happen to have a uh, colon snake in your toy bag?" Um, I said, well, I have a slink, and sent him a photograph of that. He's like, hmm, that, that could work. Can we can we try that next time we're together? I'm like... Well, is Colin Snake a natural thing, or is it he just wanted a long toy that would go in there? There, some toys on Square Peg and others are advertised as Colin Snakes. Okay. Are very long, very flexible, relatively thin okay. toys that are designed to get way... Mm-hmm. Way deep up in there, okay, and um, yeah, get beyond the second ring, get up into the ascending, and maybe even the transfer. Or, mm-hmm. Sorry, the descending and transverse colon. If you can get into the ascending uh, colon, that that would be that'd be a really really long toy. Um, which that I they might make those, but I mm-hmm. don't know if you'd be able to navigate the curves just right. But maybe I've I've seen weird things with human anatomy happening. 
Um, the impressive yeah. thing is if you could put it in the ass and you can get it out the mouth. That would be that would That would be... I don't know how well that would work. <laughs> yeah, no. Especially the valve between mm-hmm. the small and large intestine tends to be completely one way, so... Well, I guess and then you have to go down the mouth and come out the ass. Yeah. Hit, hit the prostate the long way. <laughs> yeah, do... Yeah, do it with a really, really long piece of of soft uh, rope. Hey, you know, it, people say, "Oh, that's impossible." Well, there's many. They thought a four minute mile was impossible, but <laughs> hey, we proved that wrong. So, yeah. bodies are incapable of many things. Um, I just don't want to be the first. Uh, Speaking of naked potlucks, mm-hmm. there are going to be four naked potlucks in 2020 cool. that we will be able to report. Um, so, yeah, get to see them again, and maybe get you or Boy Fargo or depends on yep, its timing. It's like, hey, yeah. this day, I'm like, cool. Well, he he has uh, posted all of them. I'll I'll give them to you off mic, and mm. you can check your calendar and see. Um, there's nothing on the calendar, but I'm not going to commit to something when I'm like, no, because. That's too far in the future. Anyway, well, no, that's okay. No, it's just as you're describing the sex scene, I'm like. Oh dear, this is kind of like when someone's to explain their character to you in D and D. It's like I don't need the blow by blow. I want it, you know, uh, brevity. But that's it. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, oh gosh. It's like, okay, well, <laughs> it's like I wasn't part. Like if you're if hearing a scene described that you weren't party to, it's like, oh okay, well, I guess you got no. Not that you had to be there, but it's like, well, I'm missing out on a lot. Do I really? Yeah. <laughs> Not quite as fun. So how has December treated you? Oh, it's... Okay, well, like, last night it was funny because um, I was supposed to... Some friends were like, hey, we're going to have a naked game night. And... Okay. That was code word for orgy. Because when they said that, I'm like, game night? Like, actual games? Because I do know a friend who's a nerd and a kinkster, and he wants to have a, like, kinky game day where, like, you play games and then there might be naughtiness and then, like, you know, strip versions of stuff. And I'm like, yeah, I used to think that was a really cool idea when I was really young also because, like, hey, there's an excuse. You don't need an excuse. If you're with people you're going to get sexy with, just get sexy. Yeah, yeah, just... Because I realized the ideal would be um, (laughs) actually get together... And everyone just gets naked and fucks that first hour, and then you all take. Now this is the, this is the unfortunate part, um, because it's like you want to clean up, and the bet the most uh, the phrase that explains it best is whore bath, and I hate that phrase because <laughs> it's anti-sex worker. You know, it's right. like you know, but it's very evocative of what you're talking about. It's like just take a washcloth and you clean the the parts that need to be after you've had sex, so you can get clothed again and move on to other stuff. Or, um, or, or not think, get clothed again and move on to other No, stuff. you won't clothe again because, no, I even naturalists bring towels. You don't want to leave lube stains on people's furniture or stuff on cards or game pieces. No. Um, so I, like, I'm, I've heard the term cat bath instead. And so I'm like, cool. That I picture licking your own crotch or, you know, things <laughs> like that. It's like... Because the other one's very evocative, but it's, I don't know, it's like we as a society are shitty about sex work. And it's funny because the, you know, the excuses are always like, well, they're putting themselves in danger. And it's like, so are fucking police officers, but we rate them as heroes. And it's like, uh, and the danger doesn't come from what they're doing. The danger comes from the fact that 
You know, they're being yeah. put into bad places because society said this is an appropriate work, so you have to stay hidden. And if something happens to you, well, you can't go to the police because you're doing something illegal. Right. So, yeah, society's made it dangerous. Yeah, it, 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 I'm reminded of a Twitter quote, if you call sex work selling your body, but you don't call coal mining mm-hmm. selling your body, that's you. <laughs> yeah. Or sitting 40 hours in a cubicle, you know? Yeah. It's like, you're all selling ourselves and our health. Um. So, yeah, so term core bath it's very evocative and it's what i think of but it's not a good not a good word so <laughs> cat bath but then every, you know cat baths and then people sit down and play board games for hours and then maybe a second round at the end of the night or maybe there could be a separate you know the downstairs is just for fucking and then you take breaks to play board games it's like that sounds like lovely um no they did not mean that now if I'd gone, I still would have taken a bag of games, just in case. <laughs> I'm not nerdy enough to bring the bag in with me, but it would have been in the car already, just in case. Just in case. Uh, I say, oh, we are playing games. Cool. I brought... Um, but no, I, it didn't I, happen because, I, uh, well, trouble is, uh, they're often like, hey, we're thinking about doing something. And I'm like, sure. And then crickets. Because I never get the, the regrets of like, okay, you know, if they're going to do it, then I hear from them. If they're not doing it, I don't hear anything. I'm like, okay, I blocked out an evening. And so I, there's an individual I need to talk to and say, hey, more than willing to like pencil this stuff in, but I need to hear when, when, when you guys have decided, oh, we're not doing anything and oh, we're going to bed early. A text would have been nice at that point. Yeah. So I'm not sitting at home like, well, should I be... Well, yeah, so... <laughs> but last night it was funny because it's like, eh, it's not a burning, but it's like, I've been here before, so I, I finished my Christmas shopping. Checking my phone, like, between stores, like, oh, did I hear anything? Nope, okay. And it's like, finally had a, a Popeye's uh, chicken sandwich. Oh. Which was fucking great. Oh, cool. Um, you know, uh, I, I one time there was a catered lunch, so I actually had a Chick-fil-A sandwich, and it was like, it was okay. But the Popeye's is comparable, and, you know, I've heard ex- people saying after that first wave of them, and there's, like, the... the, the de- not depravity, Um, there weren't that many, and then uh, now they're back. Someone said, well, this new wave, they're much smaller, and all that. No, this one was thick. So (laughs) lots of meat, um, tasty, and it's like, so this is what it's about. And it's like, yeah, it was really good. It's like, oh, I'm missing out on an orgy tonight, but I've got this Popeye's chicken sandwich. (laughs) And it was really good. (laughs) So yeah, except for, um, I got a lot of shopping done, um, and uh, so no, so it's, yeah, that could have been nice, and they could Game night, but I guess that's the code word for orgy. I'm like, don't tease me with the idea of games when, you know. Um, be, be honest about your intentions. Yes. Um, other than that, there was, oh, uh, so that was just last night. Um, my other point is the other extreme, the night after, uh, the evening after we recorded last. Okay. I'm hanging out with a friend, casual friend, not not close, but he's more than, more than acquaintance, not quite a close friend, which is the crux of the problem with this story. So um, he's like da-da-da talking about, you know, oh, yeah, I'm this is guy, we've been talking, we hung out, but we're having our first date. And it's like, we're going out for dinner. I'm like, oh, where? And he's like, Applebee's. And the, the yeah, the elitist snob in me is like, really? Whose decision was that? And he's like, his. I'm like, hmm, I made a face. Um, because I'm like, I'm an elitist snob. And it's like, Applebee's is your first date experience? First of all, I don't think many things on the menus have apples, and I don't, there's nothing on the menu with bees, so I don't understand the name. But it's just like, it's also that middle ground of like, just kind of beige. Yeah. You know, it's like, okay, 
there's decor, there's food. It's not bad, but it's not good. And I'm like, and I thought, well, maybe, maybe this person's not an adventurous eater. Maybe that's comfort food for them. It's going to be a, there's, there's valid reasons to pick Applebee's as a first choice. You know, you, you don't go out far and you, you're going to be nervous with the date. So you don't want the food to also be confusing. Uh, you have dietary restrictions and you're very focused and you know that there's things on that menu that you're good with. So you don't have to worry about that. Um, maybe you yourself really hate elitist snobs and this is your litmus test. So when you propose it to someone and how they react is how you're going to like, mm, there's no future for us. They sneered. <laughs> or it's like, oh, they're all for it. It's like, cool. They'll also be happy that I'm just vanilla sex boy too. Yeah, if somebody suggested Applebee's, I, I would probably counter with one of the non-chain, but same level, mm -hmm. you know, one of the Coney Islands or something. Oh, yeah. I mean, town. there's some yeah. also just plain good old Americana kind of food that's, you know, not that. I mean, that's, I think, why I would ask if that came up. It's like, oh, what do you like about that place? And, you know, and it's like, yeah. you know, and it's like, okay. Um, and then, you know, if our relationship did work out, you know, somewhere around our fifth anniversary, I'd say, like, yeah, you almost blew it. <laughs> like, what the fuck were you thinking? Like, I was testing you. It's like, ah, no, no. Um, so anyways, he's telling me, and he like, shows me a picture, and it's Orgy Boy. Oh. And now the funny thing is, I just spent the ten minutes prior to that conversation telling him in detail about Orgy Boy and the whole build-up and even the misspelling and everything and because we just recorded it. Right. So it was on my mind, and we're talking. So it was like, oh, shit. If this guy were just an acquaintance, I'd say nothing. Because that's none of my concern. Right. It's like, okay, if he was a close friend, I would have completely like, oh my God, this guy tried to get me an orgy. Here's all the messages. Here's the receipts. Um, how do you feel about that? Oh, well, if you want to bring it up to him and he asks you, how do you know? Throw me under the bus and say, well, my friend Mike, you invited him to this. And <laughs> he was confused. And then he told me. So I'm like a good friend. It's like, yes, full disclosure. Right. Acquaintance. So what do you do with the middle ground? It's like, oh. Should I say something? I feel I should because... Yeah. And it's like, you know, I was like, oh, so, you know, I kind of, like, um, yeah. Um, my trouble was it was just so soon after I just told him the story. And I'm like, this is the universe setting up a joke. You have to deliver the punchline. Exactly. In fact, if I could have been drinking at the time, it would have been a perfect spit, spit take. take. Yeah, and I would have. <laughs> probably over his phone. It had been too... It's like, oh, Jesus. Um, I told him, and he was like, oh... And it's like, is that a concern? And he's like, I don't think I'm going to be really, I, I don't think he should do that if we're dating. And it's like, well, you're not dating yet. But so then I saw them out in public later that week. And I was like, okay, this is a little awkward. And I asked him afterwards, like, so how are things going? He's like, we're talking. You know, it's like, kind of like sound like medium ground of like, okay, we want to date. It was okay. But oh, we're talking. It wasn't a bad date, but it doesn't sound like true love. I don't know. So I just thought that was kind of funny because it's like, <laughs> oh, shit. And it's like, should I, like I said, I told him because it was just too perfect. Like if I yeah. had just spent the last 10 minutes going into depth about this whole situation, I'd been like, oh, I'd be like, oh, okay, cool. Mm, should ask about that later. <laughs> yeah. And, and tell him after the fact. After he blows up and it's like, oh, my God, I can't believe blah, blah, blah. It's like, yeah, I kind of knew that, but I didn't know. I didn't know if I should tell you, but. I did. So, um, it doesn't hurt to go in eyes wide, but who knows? Yeah. Uh, yeah, but between, yeah, between that and Applebee's, I'd be like, am I really that hungry for generic American 
food. It might be location. Maybe the person just doesn't, you know, I don't know if he has access to a car. Maybe it's near where he lives. Maybe he's hoping they're going to be able to eat there and then go back to his place and fuck like rabbits. I don't know. There's valid reasons to pick, you know. But, again, not my business. I didn't need to go in that depth. Yeah, yeah. But I found it amusing and also it also kind of shows me yeah, the, the, the intellectual snobbery that I do possess. It's like, I heard that I'm like, this needs to be questioned. <laughs> yeah, 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 it's that question. How many yellow flags? One, just one. <laughs> um, but I mean, I'm thinking, you know, same thing if he had said Cheddar's or Chili's or Red Robin or all those other just chains. I'm like, I kind of... Denny's, Outback, yeah, yeah. I'd ideally, I like to go to a place that only has one. So that, you know, in the 20 years down the line, it's like, yes, our first date was at, and then this quaint little... Well, okay, the fact that I just called something quaint, quaint shows yeah. I'm a fucking elitist anyways, <laughs> which I am. Um, but yeah, yeah, no, I go someplace interesting on a first date, someplace that'll give you something to talk about. Like go to meet, mm-hmm. you know, go have pad thai. Um, go. I, I think if, if something like that came up, I'd be like, hey, so what, you know, if I were to like someone say, hey, let's go out to dinner, I'd be, my first thing would be like, what do you like to eat? You know, there's certain ethnicities, certain dishes you just love. And then I would kind of go from there. It's like, oh, you said you just love middle road Americana. Okay. And it's like, burgers sound good to you? Because peanut barrel. Yeah. They make a really good burger and a dangerous Long Island iced tea. And <laughs> I never go there. And, you know, that would be a cool place because, you know, it's it, there's an ambiance. It's a college kind of place. But that would be one I'd pick. It's like, okay, right. you can get good burgers. Yeah. So, and then, you know, and then there's, you know, and things work out. It's like, oh, Peter Burrow was our first day. <laughs> it's so romantic. Yeah. So, yeah, that was interesting. I'm like, oh, dear. Um, let's see. I, actually, I made notes. Like, Orgy Boy, first date Applebee's. Yeah, no. Naked Game Night. Uh, horror Baths. Cat. <laughs> uh, what was the other one? Oh, um, oh um, the other thing that was interesting was uh, a holiday party I went to. That was very, a lot of people there, and I realized, like, the whole high orgy potential thing. Okay. You know? Because that party had it. There were so many people that I actually slept with and I know are kinky. <laughs> and it's like, but then there are a lot of deal breakers there. Because I'm right. like, well, who are deal breakers? And it's like, well, prudes. Um, actual people who are uncomfortable with sex, those are legitimate deal breakers. You right. know? Someone is just like, oh, I don't, I'm not against sex, but I just don't want to be party to a... Orgy, it's like, yeah, that's someone not to drag in. Um, gossips. Uh, hypocrites, you know, people who say they're, you know, they'll participate, but then, you know, act as if they're above it. <laughs> um, what else? Oh, just unknowns, you know, creepy people, exes, things like that. Yeah. Those are all, I'd say, deal breakers. Well, so I'm like, all there, I'm like, okay, well, who are definites? And it's like, well, those people. And then, like, who are deal breakers? Those. And who are unknowns? Those. And I'm just watching... As the evening ebbs, and it's like, okay, well, some more definites left. And it's like, oh, those deal breakers are gone. It's like, and got down to a whole bunch of definites and two unknowns. And I'm like, ooh, is it worth the risk? Well, no. No, Uh, no, because... It it didn't pop off. Well, because if one of the unknowns is, uh, well, if they're anything, if they're a gossip, then word goes around for the hosts. If they're uncomfortable, well, you've just bothered someone greatly, maybe. You know, so no. Um, Unknowns, you... It's up to the unknowns to make the move. Aha. And then the one unknown left, so there's one left. I'm like, I don't know. Um, but then what it turned into was everyone playing Pokemon Go. <laughs> Except myself. And um, I'm like, I don't play this. So, But it was, to me, it was fascinating because it's not my thing. 
but honestly, seeing a bunch of people who are into it, and like some people were really into it, and some were casuals, and like really into it, were teaching the casuals different moves and things like that. And I'm like, well, this is actually kind of amusing to watch. Yeah. And then we took a lovely walk. Um, they there's a local park that's gorgeous. I've actually been there for a wedding, um, and uh, wandering through it at night was like kind of like, hey, we're not supposed to be here, but okay, you know, what's the worst that happens? We're a bunch of white guys walking through a public park. You know, we didn't have jump fences to get in there. Mm-hmm. No, you know, so it's like the worst that happens, like, you're not supposed to be here, it's closed. And like, oh, sorry, we're moving on. So, but that didn't happen because it was a cold night and no one was out. <laughs> but um, it was it was kind of cool. We took a nice walk and then it's like, my goal was I was just dead tired. I was falling asleep at 7 o'clock that night. Mm-hmm. So uh, I was like, I'm, I need to stay up till 11. So I stayed at the party till 11.30. It's like, okay, I can go home now. And then it occurred to me, after I left, it's like, what if it turns into orgy now? Am I the deal breaker? <laughs> oh, no. Did, did, did they not want to end up on the podcast for the um, orgy? So, uh, yeah, it's like, because I'm a gossip? What's going on? Um, so that was funny. I did ask some people afterwards, like, damn, I turn into anything? And they're like, oh, no. But I realized the person I asked is the kind who never fucks and tells. It's like, okay, I have to ask one of the blabbermouths. <laughs> I have to ask one of the people who will actually be honest with me if something happened. And it's like, okay. But, you know, I, I, do I really want to know? I'd prefer they just all play Pokemon Go and then went home. But, yeah, we'll see. You'll, you'll ask the blabbermouth and he'll just give like, us Oh, yeah, it was really hot. Like, five minutes after you left, I'm like... Okay, I, I, will, I will feign let my heart's not breaking and falling apart. Um, but yeah, so I just oh, then but it occurred to me the the again game night thing. This could be a card game, where you get dealt cards and they're like you know, party partiers and you know then there's like the 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 deal breakers and it's like do you play the cards out and then reveal at the end if it'll turn to an orgy or do you collect a whole hand of all orgy people and then you're out or, you know, and they'd be drafting and people giving cards away and all this. And some, some cards are played face down as the unknowns. How, well, or like, or it could be, you know, compatibility that could, it could be gay and straight. And it's like, okay, you know, there'd be, there'd be militant monogamous, no, militant uh, monosexuals who would be like, I can't have an orgy if there's a woman. So, you know, it's like, you'd have to balance that out. And so handful of buys, like you're good. <laughs> so, so, I mean, it, it's early days and I, there's not even mechanics but I thought that, that, that high orgy potential party yeah um, yeah that that could work as a, <laughs> I, I, I've Especially, seen I've seen worse ideas on Kickstarter also for if you games. get really cute uh, really fun art you know I'm just picturing like the prude standing there with arms crossed the the, 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 the person not into it like a scared in the corner the uh, the hypocrite is balls deep in someone but still has the arms crossed <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, so there's lots, but the uh, the, the gossip has a bullhorn and taking notes. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, so it, it could be cute, but Co- uh, yeah, that... Co- commission the guy who does the oatmeal for the art. <laughs> there was one. Um, oh yeah, no, there's an artist who I'm actually picturing, but I don't know why because it's but, yeah. But no, I thought, well, this. Uh, do I feel like being a game designer, and do I feel like that being my first game? <laughs> <laughs> There's worse games out there. There, I there, think. there are so many worse games out. Hey, it got me giggling, but then again, <laughs> I, I laugh all the time. What's the replayability? No, but so um, <laughs> so yeah. So, but that I thought was all interesting stuff. Yeah, that party was it was fun. Um, but like I said, I was like, I'm kind of curious. It's like there's I was counting. It's like how many people have I slept with at this party? I think I think about eight. 
It's like, how many do I want to sleep with? And it's like, I think there's another good eight. (laughs) (laughs) Who I have no idea of, and also I'm pretty sure their tastes are not what I am. So I was like, fair enough. But as I told someone yesterday, um, our running club ran, and there's this really beautiful guy who's, um, who's very lean, and uh, he was talking, he's not shy about talking about his sexual... Escapades. Yes. And, um, but his, his um, range is like somewhere in the mid-30s, and uh, he, he's willing to go younger and older, but they have to be skinny. Like, no bellies. And it's like, you know, because I think I've seen early pictures of him, and I can understand. He used to be a little hefty himself. Not, okay, let's say he was gay fat. Um, but now he's very lean and all that. And I think that's, you know, a lot of people who've dealt with weight issues is like, yeah. I mean, I know I feel that myself sometimes. Mm-hmm. Which does bring up an interesting point. I did get read the riot act at this party. Because I did mention to someone about, you know, society. And society just loves skinny, you know, smooth young people. And someone just like, that's, no, that's not true. And he was like, he was like, lectured me. It's like... You know, everyone is beautiful in their own way, and that kind of stuff is just bullshit talk and all that. And I'm like, okay, well, very aggressive defense while you stand next to your very thin, very smooth boyfriend. Hmm. Are we practicing what we're preaching? It's like, you know, I'm not saying that, you know, there's not some variety and that there's not people out there who will love, you know, a stocky or hairy guy. Oh, yeah. But society does have a certain thing it yeah, goes yeah. for, and it pushes that on us. And every corner and you know for you know it's worse for women but you know in the gay community it's like you need to either be a muscle stud or you need to be skinny <laughs> you know or you know varying levels of hair but uh you know it's it there's right. certain parameters that are considered more desirable and it's like that's just you know that's just reality and it's like yeah fight against it but don't claim that the reality isn't there right and well and then the, the counterpoint to that, um, was reading an article about somebody who worked for Pornhub mm-hmm. for a while. No. And they said one of the things that they learned is that everybody is somebody's fetish. Mm-hmm. That no matter w- what you are, there is somebody out there who finds you incredibly hot and will do whatever. Will, will do whatever with you. It's just a question of finding the match. The question is, I'd also be curious about the distribution. It's like, okay, you know, body types from, you know. Right. I mean, there's chasers out there, so I know very full Rubenesque, you know, people have people who, you know, are attracted to people. But also, you know, models, skinny, heroin chic, you know, waifs are also attractive. I want to see the the percentages. Right, yeah. And then also, the trouble is, like, the thing about saying, well, there's someone out there who finds you attractive. Well, but then your attractions, like if you're into a certain type of person, right? if the person who finds you attractive isn't within your parameters, well, that's unfortunate. Right. You know? And, you know, all they said is, you know, someone and uh, yeah, one. great, that odds are one in seven billion. And yeah, but, you know, it's like, well, cool. You know, I am, you know, a, a, a large hairy guy who is, you know has a very distinctive feature and I'm also attracted to large hairy guys who have the same feature and you find out the only people into you are twinks <laughs> it's like damn it but no I mean that's I mean it's 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 a game theory it's like okay right what what are the commonalities that 
people tend to find, and, you know, I mean, the other trouble with this conversation was I said, yeah, well, you know, I'd like to think that, but when I was 50 pounds lighter, I got all the attention. Like, everyone's like, out of the woodwork, hey, how's it going? Hey, 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 you know, and mm-hmm. I'm like, that part of that was probably, you know, confidence and all this, but a lot of it is just like, there's certain things that will catch attention in a larger population. And when I was, you know, gauntly thin, it's like they're coming out of the woodwork. And, you know, now that I'm no longer that, there's still people out there, but they're not, you know, I'm not guaranteed, you know, three numbers a night at the bar, (laughs) you know? And uh, that's the thing. It's like, you know, it's like one number every three times. (laughs) You know, that's a big difference, you know, especially it's like, okay. And also it's a big kick to the ego. (laughs) Yeah. Nothing nothing makes you feel good like, you know, the adoration of strangers. (laughs) Um, so that's all, you know, it, it, so it's been interesting, well, however long, what, three weeks? Yeah, thir- three, four weeks. We've so, been, yeah. so, you know, uh, like I said, uh, not a lot of hijinks, but, um, also no time for it. I mean, the yeah. holidays, oh yeah. my God, the holidays. Yeah, and I, I mentioned this at work to my boss, I'm like, walked into his office, he has some radio playing on the Top 40 station, and, you know, Christmas music comes on, and I'm like, I felt like I had my Christmas two weeks ago. For me, and I assume for quite quite a few members of the chorus, you know, we're not really building up to Christmas Day, like, you know, yeah. especially when you were a kid or, you know, to that last day of school before Christmas Day. No, we're building up to the concert mm-hmm. at the beginning of December, and then, yeah. And once it's over, suddenly it's like, oh, now we have to do all the other stuff, which was, you know, shopping, and I already, as I call it, my Christmas triage, <laughs> um, which is like, okay, I can't do it all. So the important thing was gifts for my mom because she told me what she wants and I wanted a couple surprises in there. So I've been running around and that was also last night when I was like, okay, is this, you know, orgy going to happen? And it's like, okay, nope, I can be at Horrocks buying wind chimes, <laughs> which is also very satisfying. Um, God, in a different way. <laughs> they're super pricey. Oh, that's so scary. Well, it's Horrocks. I mean. Well, yeah, but they're also really nice sounding ones. And also I'm like, I could check Van Adda's, I could check other places, I could get cheaper ones. And it's like. And that would require time and effort. And I'm like, nope. Uh, and also, there's a Christmas bonus, so okay. Fair enough. <laughs> Spend it on the person who gave me life. Even if they have questionable political uh, you know, motivations at this point in their life. But, you know, that happens. <laughs> and as I said, you know, I love my family. I don't necessarily like them, but I do love them. And it's like, well... I'll support them, and it's like, you know, I'll help hide the bodies you know, when they go on their murderous rampage against ethnics. I'll just be very sad about it. <laughs> Such is life. <laughs> Maybe I've shared too much. <laughs> I, that, yeah, that's, that's, that's a bit much. Oh, that's not even full mic. I'll, oh, no, I, I've seen I've <laughs> seen full mic. Some poor guy at the bar got full mic. And I like I said, um, <laughs> on my notes here, I have this one note. White people. Just not frowny face, just neutral face. <laughs> um, because um, there's just some guy I met, and, you know, I tend to be, you know, I say a lot of stuff, and some of it's ironic, and some of it's hyperbole, but it's just, you know, a sounding board. You know, it's it's the jackass white guy who, like, throws things out there and plays devil advocate. And, but in my case, it's actually, like, getting a depth sound on people. It's like, okay, how are you with my darkness? I mean, sure, people will be attracted to my light, but who out there is, like, comfortable in my darkness? And it's like, okay, these are the people I need to surround myself with because, <laughs> you know, people who get me, there's, I have a friend who, yeah, we're both wonderfully dark in our humor and we can't be around polite folks. It's not even, like, politically incorrect. It's just like, 
this is, I'm scared. And it's like, yes, we're, yeah. we're, we're gleeful nihilists. <laughs> <You know? laughs> um, so yeah, so I, 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 I did, you know, my, one of my kind of ironic things like, oh God, white people suck. And this kid took great offense at it. He's like, I'm a white person. Oh, you're saying I'm bad. And it's like, okay, that's one of the reactions. Like when you make it about yourself, it's like, you know, I want the people who will be ironically like, yep, we do. It's yep. Like, yep. Very, what, yeah, fist white, fist yep. bump. Boom. White, yeah, like, white people are horrible. Yeah, it's like, you know, and it, it, it's it's a joke. It's kind of gallows humor, but there's some truth to it. And he, I was like, and then he was like, well, that's being racism. And then we started about t- punching up and punching down. He's like, I punch laterally. And it's like, okay, that sounds like weirdness. So I th- my thing was I looked at him dead in the eyes and it was that uncomfortable length of gaze where it's like either you're either gonna fuck or fight. <laughs> and I or said, both. I said, you get one chance. Make sure it counts because you'll only get one. And you know, I think he took that as a threat. And I'm like, I'm thinking, no. That means after you punch me, I call the police. <laughs> That's assault. <laughs> I'm not a fighter, but I know how to use a phone. <laughs> um, but yeah, and then he was just like, you know, it's like, oh, I don't like being, you know. Uh, uh, not undervalued, um, under appreciated. No, it was more like uh, whelmed. No, it's an underword. But he was like saying, "Oh, you don't think I could actually hurt you with a one punch?" And it's like, "Wow, this conversation is going weird places." So then I went full dark, Mike, and he was like, and he got strangely aroused by it. <laughs> He like takes my hand. It's like, oh, you poor thing, and it's like, oh, and I was like, oh, you collect broken things, don't you? Um, yeah, no, it was, it was, like it, was my ex. it was, uh-huh. a, it was an odd conversation, but it was just like, I think I got to the point where it's like, okay, the things he's saying are just hitting the wrong buttons for me, and I'm already writing this person off as someone who I really want to interact with, which is on me. I mean, mm-hmm. it's like, okay, I think this person is not really thinking things through, and. I was like, oh gosh, so so yeah, I went full mic because I'm like, what do I got to lose? You know, I'm I'm this way with either people I really care about or don't care about at all. <laughs> so which one are you gonna be? Oh, I don't give a flying fuck about you. Yeah, and I'm like, okay, fair enough. It, you know, I also I was had a couple drinks, which is not an excuse, but also I was just in a fucking mood because the holidays are just too close. And so it's yeah. like, yeah, I get in moods, you know, and, and then, you know, by the end of the evening it's like, okay, we'll just, you know polite conversation it's like oh he must have been trying to get away from you it's like no he invited me out to have food with him and I'm like I gotta go home <laughs> it's like okay see I think he's like I like to collect broken things it's like yep I had similar instance a while back mm-hmm. um, that actually knocked quite a bit of my family off of my Facebook feed mm-hmm. I made a joke based on something I saw on British television and the joke that I posted to Facebook was, Fox News, racist in public so you don't have to be. And, oh, my extended family <laughs> got pissed off. And again, made it about them, mm-hmm. right? Saying that, how dare you call me a racist? I'm sorry, did I use your yeah. name anywhere? I'm like, bye, Felicia. I do not need that sort of energy in my life. Well, also, it's a good way of looking at yourself, too. It's like... When I hear something and I get defensive, it's like, ooh, this is striking close to home. Why am I feeling so attacked? You know? And that's usually what it is. It's like, I feel attacked. Because, you know, this kid was also, like, going on about, you know, Michigan. And I'm like, the hackles rose. And it's like, yeah, you speak against the state. It's like, because I feel myself wedded to the state because I'm never leaving it. I'm lazy. Um, And and, uh, so I do feel very connected to it. So when someone's, like, anti-Michigan, that raises my hackles. And I get kind of pissy. 
And I was like, is that a proper response? He's like, don't know if it's proper, but it's also the true one that I actually, it's my legitimate response is like, and I'm like, I have to interrogate myself on that too. Mm-hmm. And like all these things, like something gets said, and if my first response is to attack or get defensive, it's like, okay, let's think about that. Where, why is this hurting me? And is this a, is this a legitimate response? And I think that's why, you know, sometimes I say, you know, will say some stuff. It's like, okay, how many people are also that self-aware that they can kind of figure out where those feelings are coming from? And, you know, like I said, and I'm way, way far from perfect or even, you know, especially this year, I've been kind of snappish. And it's like, okay, I have to figure out where is that coming from because there's actual anger in me. And I'm like, what the fuck? It's not just the politics, but it's like, what's going on? I'm hoping it's a brain tumor. So that way, it's like, okay, you can just pop it out and I'll be fine again. But sometimes brain tumors make you nice. So it's like, damn it, I need the better brain tumor. Oh, <laughs> uh, perhaps a little cognitive behavioral therapy. Oh, speaking of. Speaking of CBT. I've had the worst luck with boot laces. So my boots, <laughs> the, the laces, like, de-threaded. It's like, whoop, and like, it, yeah, yeah, yeah. like, oh, I need to buy new laces. I've bought the wrong ones twice. Because I have these odd sized boots, the 45 inches, too short. I had to skip some eyelets. So it's like, well, what am I going to do with these laces now? It's like, oh, and then I bought other ones, 72 inches, too long. So I have to hit Meyer today to go for 54 inch laces because that's the other option. Um, Because I need them just right. I'm like, well, I have all these boot laces. It's like, these would be perfect for CBT. Because they're very, like, well, also, you notice my coat. I went for, uh, you know, uh, um, rough trade cheek with yeah, some car yeah, hearts. Yeah. It's like, I saw that on sale. I'm like, oh, it does make me feel naughty. Um, but oh, yeah. uh, boot, so I, boot laces right around the sack and uh, dick everything. Yeah. It's like, now, so I'm like, cool. I've got something for my toy bag. <laughs> so yeah, I was like, okay, they're not wasted. They'll be used. It's so. just, just not necessarily in the advertised manner. Yeah. yeah. Um, so crafting. Yep. I am, making reasonable progress uh, on the snood for Sweet. for Boy Fargo's uh, puppy. Um, I am Actually, bio pup. Bio, yeah. yeah. A- actual, actual retired greyhound dog. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, you know, there's no fat on greyhounds, so they get cold. Um, they look uh, fuck elegant in sweaters. They, they do. Yeah. I'm a little concerned that I might have to buy another ball of that yarn. Mm-hmm. The... The pattern that I'm following, it said 100 grams of chunky yarn. Okay. And the balls that I bought were 60 grams. Mm -hmm. So I'm like, okay, I'll get two of them Mm -hmm. and I'll have extra. I don't know that I'm going to have the extra. I haven't haven't made it to the end of the first ball yet Mm -hmm. um, because I've been... Distracted doing other things. I've been using my hands to write some science fiction rather Ooh, than knitting. Which is also uh, crafting in a way. Which, which is crafting in a way. Uh, but yeah, I'm concerned because it. he said he wants it to be 14 and a half inches long. Mm-hmm. So Don't we all? Uh, yeah. Actually, that would be like, <laughs> that'd be more than I could bear. Okay. Yeah, that's, that, speaking of colon snakes... That, uh, that, wouldn't, that wouldn't fit in any of my holes. Okay. Yeah, it, it's nice to look at, but what do you want me to do with it? Mm-hmm. Um... So, hopefully I will be able to get to seven and a quarter inches by the end of this ball. And if not, well, it's, you know, relatively cheap, no dye lot. um, So, what you need to do is buy three more balls and make two. 
Sure. Or buy one more ball and add more stuff to my ever-growing mm-hmm. ever stash. stash. Yeah. yeah. My, my only concern is that, you know, when I got it, it was on sale. Mm. So I, I know I'm not going to be able to match exact. I'm just hoping that if I do need to buy another ball, I'm able to get something Where'd you get? Close. Oh, yeah. Where'd you get it from? Joanne's. Oh, God. You, 40%, 50% coupons exist for that so much. So you'll, you'll I mean, do you, are you on their email list? If you get on their email list, every week you get a coupon, and a lot of times there's 20, 40. Occasionally, the rare 60% coupon comes by, so if you need that I, sale. I've, I've been unsubscribing wildly yeah. from emails. I get I get so many um, emails, so yeah. I, I probably should sign up for, for Joann's. Michael's but... and Joann's, I mean, they're very similar, and, and in Lansing, they're just across the parking lot from each other, so. <laughs> I saw a, a screenshot where... A, woman's boyfriend thought she was cheating on him with somebody named Michael. <laughs> we're going to Michael's. You know, I realize we're not exclusive. And then, you know, no, we're going to Michael's, the craft store. Like, Come on. And then Joanne's, oh, you're by. <laughs> yeah, I'm excited about that. It's like craft, still crafting. Still, still crafting. Still crafting. And I'm trying to think if I've really, you know, no, the holidays just came too fast. And I was like, ah, so... I think my closest thing to crafting is I'm going to be looking up some roast vegetable recipes because my mom and I are just the two of us for dinner and she's got some sort of meat dish planned and it's like, okay, what vegetable dishes sound good? And I had some really good roast vegetables over Thanksgiving. I'm like, that could be good. Yeah, so, and that's, you know, chop up vegetables, bit of oil, mm-hmm. bit, bit of seasoning of whatever you like. Salt. Lots of salt. Salt. My uh, mother loves salt. I take after her, but... I kind of cut back in college because I don't think I'd still be alive if I went to my levels of salt. I used to I used to salt hot dogs. If it was a food I was eating, it got salted because that's my mom. She'll salt pizza. She'll, everything gets salt. And uh, the women in my family have incredible genes and will live it to triple digits. The men die in their 50s. So luckily I caught myself in, you know, and became gay. So maybe I'll happy medium. <laughs> Make it to the mid-70s. I'll be good. <laughs> and on that note, we've run out of time. Again. I'm going full mic. Okay. <laughs> Please send your questions, comments, show ideas, dirty pictures, or project photos to harryprone at gmail.com or tweet at us. We are at harryprone.com. Our theme music is Hotspot by Aux Hughes under the Creative Commons Attribution License. This podcast is a production of AHPC Productions LLC, which is solely responsible for its content. Be sure to listen to our friends on the internet, Tours of Paris, Gage, Linoli, Knight, and off the cuffs. Thank you so much for listening. We are your hosts, Sarah Kane and Lansing Mike. Wishing you peace, love, and perversion. Good night. Good night.